Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Ben Kitchings. Uh, this is a podcast we're calling the Major League Podcast. I'm I'm here with Mark Tully, uh, and this is episode one, so you're on the ground floor. Uh, That's right. Mark, why don't you say hi? Hello, uh, baseball world. How are you guys doing out there? <laughs> so I thought what we would do for this episode, uh, essentially, because... Uh, at least to start off with, in addition to the, the, the Major League Baseball podcast feed, uh, I thought we would put it on my feed, the History Voyager 2. So why don't we talk about baseball? Because oh, yeah. I found out there's just a whole lot of people that really don't know anything about it. Well, one of the things I thought would be interesting to do is first to you know kind of introduce our, ourselves is to kind of get a little bit of background about our fandom because I think that really sets the tone for you know who we are as fans and where we come from as fans. So uh, Ben, Ben, why don't you just kind of tell tell the people out there your history as a baseball fan, how you became a fan, and maybe some of your favorite memories uh, growing up watching the game of baseball. Okay, so. When I got into baseball, I was, it was about, I don't even remember. I mean, young. Uh, you know, as soon as I knew what baseball was, uh, basically. Um, but what I remember was that uh, the Braves, so I live in Atlanta, as people on my podcast know. Um the Braves, when I was a kid, were terrible. Right until I was like in the uh, sixth or seventh grade, and I lived in this town at the time where you could literally. Do you remember uh, phones that were attached to a wall? Right. Yes. Yeah. I am. Okay. I am that old. I I remember that. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Okay, so the main uh, radio tower for the radio station that would broadcast the Braves all over the South, or essentially it was so powerful that basically all over the, the, the country, essentially, um, uh, was in my town. And actually, like, you could pick up the phone... And hold down the hold down the the button to get a dial. So you, uh, like the hang up button. I forget what they call it, but the uh, whatever yeah, that button is called. Tone. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But you could do that, and you could hear Skip Carey on the phone. <sighs> oh, through the phone. Okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Wow. I mean, you could also hear, like, I don't know, the it was a talk radio thing back in the 90s. So you had yeah. you had a consumer guy, you had a psychiatrist, you know, you could hear them, too. Wow. It wasn't, they weren't nice. special, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Um, but my, my grandfather on my dad's side, uh, my grandfather on my mother's side died. Uh, when I was young, when I was pretty young, uh, my grandfather on my dad's side 
uh, lived until I was about uh, 17. And so we would watch baseball together. And that's what I remember. Yeah. Um, some of my best memories, other than some of the games I went to, uh, were, were watching baseball with him and, and listening yeah. to him t- tell the stories, uh, some of which I, I honestly, as an adult, I uh, don't know if they were some of them were true, but he would tell stories and yeah, it was Most really interesting. Stuff. Yeah, just to talk to him. Whoa. But the thing about Skip Carey as, as a as a radio person was he was a generation removed from right and proper baseball history, like mm-hmm. old timey baseball history, right? Yeah. So, when the Braves were terrible, right, when they were horrible, he would talk to you about, you know, his dad would have him in his, okay, his father was uh, Harry Carey, okay? Right. Skip Carey's dad was Harry Carey. And Harry Carey was, you're a Cardinals fan. Yes. Uh, Harry Carey was the radio guy for the Cardinals for ages. <laughs> oh, yes. And I'll, I'll have stories to tell about that here in a second. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. So it, it would just be really, really cool. Like the Braves would be losing, you know, 15 to 2. <laughs> and he'd be talking to you about, uh, you know, I don't, just like, some old timer in baseball mm-hmm. and it, on occasion he would he would oh yeah this happened in the ball game but meanwhile back to this cool story that happened when i was 10 or <laughs> <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and uh you know you just don't i mean i i know i'm romanticizing this a little bit but that was the generation that remembered, like his father's generation remembered baseball, like not the early, early stages, but but almost before it was what it became. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right? amazing how many of, of memories, I'm sure we could, you know, the, the people in the audience would, would, that are baseball fans of our age will remember that too how many of our memories are associated with the people calling the games, you know, the famous calls, the, the way, the way they would talk. But for me, mine, my fandom goes to back to my father. My dad was a Cardinal fan. I'm, I'm adopted. Uh, so my parents were, were older. So my, I grew up hearing stories of, like you said, of, uh, my dad talking about listening to the game on the radio and listening to Harry Carey call the games and listening to guys like Enos Country Slaughter, Stand a Man Musial, uh, Dizzy and Daffy Dean, you know, the, the Cardinal greats, you know, later on guys like Bob Gibson. Um, and I grew up in listening to Cardinals in the eighties when you had, um, you know, Ozzie Smith, Willie McGee, Lonnie Smith, Andy Van Slyke, Vince Coleman. So what I would, you know, what I pretend growing up as a kid, I pretend, yeah, I want to be a baseball player. I didn't grow up thinking about hitting home runs or throwing a no hitter. 
I was the one, the guy who wanted to steal 100 bases in a season. You know, I grew up watching Vince Coleman steal 100 bases in a season, so that's what I wanted to do. Um, but my favorite moment was actually something that happened. One of my favorite moments um, was something I remember happening more recently. It was going to see a Cardinal Cubs game with my dad. And uh, this was two years, be- this is about two years before he passed. So, you know, to see a, a rivalry game like that with my dad, and even though the Cardinals lost that game, it was still really cool to be to be there with him and just to experience that with him. And, like, I just remember, you know, my dad laying on the couch listening to the game on the radio, which I personally think is one of the best ways to watch baseball. I love listening to baseball on the radio. I don't know what it is about. No other sport is on the radio is quite like baseball is. It's the, it's the only think, sport... To me, it's the only sport where the radio makes it better. Oh yeah, <laughs> like like I can I can hear. Um, it was the it was a game. I can't remember what year it was, but I can hear. Um, the announcer calling the home run of Ozzy Smith against the Mets. Going, go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Oh, that was put, famous. That's a famous call. Yeah. Yeah, I could put myself in, you know, seeing that home run, seeing, you know, him jump around. Um, I can I can see, um, also growing up, I became, during the 90s, I was a big Blue Jays fan. So I one of my fondest memories is Joe Carter hitting the home run to win uh, – to win the ninety one world uh, ninety two World Series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the I remember that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, touch a ball, Joe. But I remember that's that. They, yeah, I, you don't have those kind of calls anymore. You don't have those kind of iconic. You know, you moments don't. Where okay, you don't you have do, people that were trained the, in radio. The last one I remember seeing hearing and it really wasn't a unique call because it was again it was a call from uh, an earlier call which is game six of the 2011 world series where um uh the game winning home run that sent it into six games where the call was we'll see you tomorrow night which that had been done before in a World Series. So, again, you don't have that kind of, you know... Yeah, it's just missing something. And don't get me wrong, I still love the game, you know. Also, also we're older. and That's true. This is true. We're older. But also, I think you had... I know you had a generation of people who grew up, who came up calling the game on the radio, right? Yeah. And they migrated to television, but they still had their radio charm. Yeah. Well, that and you had, like, back in the day, it was Harry Carey doing the game. It was uh, Jack Buck doing the game. It was Vince Scully doing the game. There was no one else. There wasn't a, a play-by-play guy and a color guy. You had one guy doing the game. 
You're talking about um, talking about baseball memories. Um, yeah. I have I have quite I have a few. Um, I guess the one of my favorite memories um, was um, well, I say favorite. It wasn't for a win or anything. It was uh, the closer, uh, Mark Wallers. Um, mm. There was that one year that he was really good, yeah. or maybe two years. There was like a year, a season and a half that he was really, really good, right? And then '97 forward, he kind of, kind of fell off the, the beam trail, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, there was that Bobby Cox put him in the game in 90. Let me think. It was, it, I was a freshman in college then. So it was, uh, 97 and I was sitting in my dorm room and I was watching this game and the Braves fans, uh, at that time, uh were were uh noticeably uh they were known to be uh i don't want to say fair weather but but more like uh they weren't going to applaud effort that's the thing about atlanta atlanta isn't going to watch you be terrible right atlanta's not going to watch paid it Atlanta, Georgia is not going to pay to watch you be bad. Okay? <laughs> They'll sit at home and watch you be bad. But, but they're not going to pay. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, and when when you're there and you see bad, you're not going to clap for it. You're not, you're not going to give a standing ovation or whatever. Yeah. The one time, or one of the times I saw the opposite of that was in 1997 when Mark Wohlers could not throw a strike, okay? And the cameras would go around the stadium and you'd see how all these people were crying. They were sad for this man. Right, because they knew yeah. like it's it's over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but Mark Wallers won the World Series. Hmm. So when when Bobby Cox came to get him, the whole stadium gave him a standing ovation. Wow. <laughs> wow. It it was I really cried. I remember that. I wow. remember that. Um. Now I have other favorite memories. I, you know, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I think we all do. I mean, one in it's baseball related, but um, I don't know if you remember a pitcher named Dave Dravecki. Yes, <laughs> uh, threw out his arm, broke his arm, famously came back from cancer. I got to meet him. He was speaking. He was uh, did a speaking tour, and he was speaking in this little small town about twenty minutes outside of where I grew up. And I got to meet Dave Rebecca. So that was kind of, that was pretty cool to meet, you know, an actual, you know, major, that was my first like up close major league um, 
even though I'm a Cardinal fan, visiting my aunt, my aunt lived in Chicago when I was growing up, and we went to a Cubs game one time. Um, and just to give you a, an idea of how long ago this was, um, Barry Bonds was skinny. <laughs> oh, wow. Barry Bonds was thin. Uh, he, it was a Cubs-Pirates game. And I remember we were right below, right above the Pirates dugout. And I had, I was hoping to get down to get an autograph from Barry Bonds. Uh, but just as I got down there, the security turned everybody away because the game was getting ready to start. Um, so where we were was we're right above the dugout. And then right above us was the, where the announcers were and we, I kind of leaned over and got to see Harry Carey as he led the seventh inning stretch. Um, so that was, I mean, to me, there are certain places in baseball that if, if you're a baseball fan and you want to do like a bucket list of places to go, Wrigley Field is on top. I mean, you know, even if you're not a Cub fan, Wrigley Field is a once-in-a-lifetime place that I think every baseball fan needs to go at least once in their life. Um, I think that um, Fenway Park and Dodger Stadium and Yankee Stadium, I think, are like the top four for stadiums that you need to go that you need to go to at least once in your life. And so far, I've been to one of those. Yeah, I mean, of the stadiums yeah, that I wish I okay, let me ask you this. Is there a stadium that you wish you could go to that isn't around anymore? Obviously, Evans Field. I mean, if I if we're, if you're talking about stadiums that aren't around anymore, um, Evans Field, bar none. You know, here's here's a th my fantasy of how this would go. Uh, and I'm an adult. I, I get it. I get you know. Yeah. I get that this stadium could not could not exist today, like the type of construction, you could not do this today. Um, but I have, I just if some team could pretty please build an exact replica of the giant stadium in New York. Oh, Polo Grounds. <laughs> the Polo Grounds. Pretty polo please, grounds. some some baseball team out there. If you could just pretty please, I mean, I know bringing up the code, make it ACA compliant, all that stuff, yeah. but just pretty please build like the dimensions and the, the weird porches. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. I know that would never happen because yeah. we live in the day and age of $75 outfill tickets and there's no way... <laughs> I mean, those poor people in the outfield, in the polo grounds. There's no way oh. they saw anything. No, no. Uh, one stadium, it's still around for now, but like I said, growing up being a, a being a, a Jays fan as a kid, um, Rogers Center is a place I'd love to go to see a game at sometime. Um, and just to me, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the videos, but especially a Jays game during the playoffs. Because oh, that yeah. stadium seems to just go in. Like I remember seeing the thing, you know, scenes where you know someone hits a home run, a game-winning home run, 
and it just gets so loud. You can literally see the camera shaking from how loud it gets. Just that type of that, which that in another dream of mine is to see, and we'll probably talk about international baseball late, you know, at another time, but a game in Japan to see a Japanese professional baseball game because they seem to take it to a whole, whole new level when it comes to fandom. Well, they're <laughs> high schoolers. They're high schoolers over there. I mean, their high school tournaments over there is apparently oh, a yeah. really big deal. Yeah, I watched a video on that, and they said that their high school tournaments can regularly get 45,000 people at a high school game. Wow. I mean, there are, major leagues, there are major league teams that don't get that. Wow. Yeah, that's, it's just insane. That's um, just that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I mean oh, Well, I was gonna say the other I mean, okay. I one of my favorite memories about baseball, and it's not one memory, which is what's so cool about it, is how like Chipper Jones could make a building stop. Yeah make a whole building stop and just turn and watch um i was i'm sure they're mark mcguire uh yeah well for me for me like i said it was you know mcguire mcguire did that you know the 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 home run the home run kind of contest between him and sammy sosa um albert pools for me that's you know, if you're talking about, you know, former Cardinals who could do that, you know, pools coming up to bat. And what made me such a pool holes fan and so respect him was the fact that he understood Cardinal history and understood, you know, the legacy that goes behind the birds on the bat, wearing the birds on the bat on your chest. And the fact, you know, what there's one incident that really made me respect him so much was he started to get the nickname of El Hombre, which is Spanish for the man. And he initially, he immediately said, no, 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 no. There's only one man in St. Louis. I can't be the yeah. man because there's only one man in St. Louis that's musical. I uh, mean, and, you know. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, a lot of people give, you know, I think every fan, you know, city is, you know, has their fans, has their loyal fans, um, and their rivalries and stuff like that. And we, you know, we can make fun, you know, and, you know, the Braves have a great loyal fan base. Uh, you know, um, St. Louis, obviously the Cubs, you know, all these teams have such great loyal fan bases and I don't know. Just, I just love baseball. You know, what's cool to me, like, when you travel, yeah. especially east of the Mississippi, right? When you're when you're east of the Mississippi, or maybe just west of it, right? Like you're yeah. still in the Midwest. Like you're in the Midwest. You're right. not in the Rocky Mountains. You're in the Midwest. And you're in the you're in the North, and you're in the South. But the you know that eastern maybe two thirds of the country, right? right? Is you can see where you are based on the hats and the jackets yeah. and the shirts like you can see yeah. where you are like well and I, I know we we're going to have an international audience so so let's explain to okay first of all 
The United States is huge. It's a huge country. Yes. Um, I think that's the one thing I've heard a lot of Europeans don't really quite grasp is just how big America is. Like, just right. fast. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons, I mean, and I do want to talk about this for real. Uh, maybe not tonight, but I do want to talk about why I sincerely believe that pro, uh, the pro-rail model that Europe has with soccer or football uh, would not work in baseball right, right. at all. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. And one of the reasons is like Atlanta is when you co- when you travel uh, west from Atlanta, when you go I-20 uh, out of Atlanta, out of the metro area, uh, once you get out of what you'd call metro Atlanta, you're going a long way before you hit another big population center. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're going 18 hours, 14 hours west yeah. before you hit another population center. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's Dallas. So, yeah. One thing, and I don't know if you knew this, um, one of the, one of the reasons why you see like so many, you know, outside of, because I think for the most part, fandoms kind of stay in their general area. Like you said, you know, you know, New York, you know, you're gonna have the Yankees and Mets. You know, the South, you know, Georgia, you're gonna have, you know, that area, the Braves. But you know, teams like the Cardinals and the Cubs seem to have fans all over. And I, interesting, there's a little interesting history behind that, why that is. It's because up until the Braves came to Atlanta, there was only one team. There was no, there was no base, professional baseball team in the South. But there was a radio station, KRDO out of St. Louis, that played the Cardinal baseball games, all, was powerful enough to play the Cardinal baseball games all over the country. So you had a bunch of fans in the South that were able to pick up the Cardinal baseball games and the Cubs baseball games too. So that's why you have all these Cub fans and Cardinal fans in places that are outside of their general area where you think their fandom would be is because of right. you didn't have, you know, that was the only baseball you could get was Cardinal baseball and Chicago Cub baseball. Well, also like, um, is it Nashville or Memphis that has uh, that has always had that minor league team from St. Louis? Uh, um, Memphis Cardinals, Memphis Redbirds, yeah, Memphis. Yeah, yeah. and and Memphis and uh, St. Louis are not far apart, really. No, about two or three hours, maybe four, so not too far. Yeah, I mean that's that's far, but it's not you know. No, it's it's, it's a it's a day drive. That's not far. I mean, it's far, yeah. but it's not you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it this way: if you had to get a COVID shot, and the only place you could get it was in Memphis, like if if Memphis could only get COVID shots in St. Louis or vice versa, yeah, that's close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. As we say down here, COVID close, you know. (laughs) 
it's not close, but it's COVID close. <laughs> Yeah, I make fun. Uh, okay, I I live in a state that is dead last in in uh, vaccine dispersal. That's what that's about. All right. But yeah, yeah, I haven't even seen what ours is. But any, um, well, uh, I'm looking at the time, so let's kind of um before we get going, kind of give our predictions for this season. And I thought we would just do this pretty quickly. Uh, go through division winners, start with the AL East, AL Central, AL West, and then the two wildcard teams. And then do the same for National League. And then uh, pick who we think is going to go in the, uh, AL, uh, the, the league championships. And eventually... Who will be in the World Series? Who will win? So, uh, Ben, start with you. Start with the AL East. Who wins the AL East? Well, it's got to be the Yankees, right? Mm. I mean, it's not a law at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give the, I'll say that too. AL East goes to the Yankees until someone else can prove them wrong. I mean. Yeah, that's just yeah. I mean Boston. Uh, I mean Boston, maybe, but I don't know. I think Boston's time has has come and gone. If I was to say the top three teams this year, I'm gonna say in the AL East is gonna be New York on top, followed by Toronto, and then uh, Tampa Bay. I think those are the are, well, those are your three and teams. That's, I think Tampa, that's... Tampa and Toronto can will go back and forth, but. I think yeah. Boston's time has come and gone. I think they're going to be a good team. I just don't think they're going to be that good. Yeah. Good enough. I mean, that's that's true because you have that extra wild card spot now. Yeah. You didn't um, used to have. All right. So, Ale East. Ale Central. Uh, Central. Um, you know, this is for a friend of mine. Um, up in Cle- up, he's a Cleveland fan. He lives in Toronto, but he's a Cleveland fan. I think the Toronto Blue Jays are gonna. I mean, not Toronto. The the Cleveland, Cleveland Indians, Indians or whatever they okay. choose to call themselves. Yeah, um, for the yeah this time, yeah. <laughs> I think um, they're gonna surprise people in terms of being in the playoffs. Do I think they're going to win the division? No, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, but you know, they could go after one of those wild card spots. I um, okay. oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, no, you go ahead. I am going to say the AL Central is won by the White Sox. Yeah, I think the I Sox. Can, I can see Sox that. Lock it up this year. Um, I've heard a lot of comparisons to the 16 Cubs with the White Sox as far as how they're put together. Yeah. Um, so I think the Sox, Sox definitely get that. I think Cleveland is up near the top. I don't know if they get that wild card, which I'll go into my wild card predictions here in a bit. Um, but I think I think the Sox get the central. Um, what about out west? Out west. For me, it's Seattle. 
I think Seattle. Uh, takes to it to me, it's it's got to be either. It's got to be Seattle to me. It's. Yeah. I don't see any other. I. I by Maybe rule, Houston. somebody has to win that division. Is Houston in the West or Central? Because I remember uh, when they were national. The, they were, oh, oh my God! I forgot. Houston's in the West. Okay, yeah. my bad. It's going to be Houston by a mile. Really? <laughs> hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, let's do the National League. Oh, 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 before we go, let's do our wild card. So for me, I'm going to do the I'm going to say wild card is Tampa Bay and Houston get the wild card. See, I, I, I don't think so. I think Houston is going to win the, the, the West. Okay. Um, and it's not even going to be close. Um, it's going to be a walking lead, as they say. <laughs> but I think um, I think Cleveland could get a wild card, and I think somebody in the East, somebody between uh, Tampa and um, let's Toronto. see, Tampa and Toronto and Boston is okay. going to get the other wild card. All right, I, I, so I think. All right. Well, let's go with. Okay, so let's go with what you said because the more I think about it, I think you're right. I think Houston can just walk away with it. So let's go. Who gets the? Who has the best best record in the American League? Do you think so? Who? Um, I think New York would get the best. Will have the best record. I, well, it's either going to be New York or, or um, Houston. Houston. I, I really yeah. think. Okay. It's either going to be New York or Houston. Okay. Now it so, the the race will be between New York and the AL for the best record will be between New York and New Houston. York. Okay. Um, so who who's in the ALCS? Do we say New okay. York definitely? Well, it depends on how it would shake out in the brackets. That's true. But, That's true. Um, I I see I see New York and. Whoever wins in the um, wild card. No, I see New York. I see Houston. Yeah, yeah. whoever gets, I see New York playing whoever wins the wild card. And I see Houston playing the White Sox. Okay, let's, let me ask you a question. Okay. Because I don't know. I don't know right now. But let me ask you a question. Uh, between okay, in the rules, in the in the, you know, in the in the postseason rules, how it shakes out. Yeah. Um. If you are playing a wild card team, you have the home field advantage. Mm-hmm. If you're a div- if you're a division winner playing a wild card team, you have the home field advantage. Is that right? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Well, here's what I think. If Houston can find a wild card, the a wild card to, to play, because they have the home field advantage in that crazy juice box of a stadium. Right. <laughs> um because they constructed a team that can play in that stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Um I think they're gonna they're gonna have a, a cakewalk until they get to the Yankees. Yeah. Um, 
Now, I do think that'll be a series, the Yankees in Houston. I think oh, I think that'll good. be a good series. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to the National League now. All right, all right. Do we all agree the National League East is Atlanta? It's, a, well, it's okay. And I know being a Braves fan, you're probably going to, I think there's only one other team that could have a, have a shot against the Braves in the East. And that's the Mets. I think that's the only team in the East that really. Has it's going to be either. It's going to be uh, the East. The National League East is going to come down between uh, Atlanta, Washington, and Philly. Really? Hmm. Yeah, Philly always gives Atlanta fits. Yeah. Always. You don't think, and you it, don't think the Mets will will factor in? Okay. I love to hate the Mets. Don't get me wrong. I love to hate the Mets. Okay? All right? Um, but I don't think the the Mets no. I I wish to God I wish to God the Mets and Braves could have a real good rivalry like yeah. they did. That that was a yeah. good rivalry. Yeah. But uh no. Unfortunately. Okay. Um It's a sad state of affairs, really, but um, yeah, yeah, shambolic, as we would say. Oh. But okay. Uh, okay, I think if the Braves can figure out their middle relief, they're going to be really good. Um, I think this lineup, uh, offense-wise, is 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 scary. Yeah. Um. You've got a kid, I don't know how old he is, but uh, there, there's a guy, Austin Matthews. Uh, Abner Doubleday did not create a position for this kid to play. Okay, there, there's not a position that he can play other than batting. Wow. But if you can find a way to put him in the field, he's going to hit. Okay. Wow. He, so, he, oh. No, I, he's got, he has, I mean, he strikes out, but man, when he hits those home runs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one, the, yeah. I know, I know the kind of guy you're talking about. Yeah. Jesus. Um, well, let's move on to the NL Central. You know, the Cubs. I think the Cubs. Are a, a good team. I see. I see Cincinnati. I think the way they're playing right now, if they can keep this going right now. They're going to be a good team. I think if the Cubs want to get it, this is this is the last year they even have a chance. I think the guys they have are getting up there in age. Um, they really don't have the pitching. I mean, they got rid of Darvish. Uh, so yeah, I think. I think this is, I think it's, I, I said, we said, I said this before in the little chat we have, the Central is going to be one of those divisions where at some point during the year, every team in the Central is going to be in first place except for Pittsburgh. Sorry, Pittsburgh, but that's just the way it is. Uh, but I think in the end, Cincinnati takes it. I think uh, Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, maybe. 
Um, I, I I think the the central is that one division that is really too hard to tell. Like it's I don't know though. Just, I, the Cubs seem like, really good. I mean, it could be like I like I said. The central is one of those divisions that is usually at least the last few years has been one of the last divisions to be, you know, for the division winner to be chosen because it comes right down to the wire where every team is just neck and neck and like through the entire season. And it's not until like the very end that you finally get somebody who's going to win that central. So really it could be anyone. I'm just throwing a dart in the air. I'd love to see St. Louis win it, obviously being a Cardinal fan, but the Cardinals have been so far just so inconsistent that I can't really in good faith put anything behind them yet. That could change. That's the other thing about baseball is I always joke around with my friends that I really don't start worrying about the standings until after the All-Star game. Um, my grandpa, you, was, had it, my granddaddy had it. My granddaddy had a saying, and his saying was that uh, the opening day was nice, but the season didn't start until June the 1st. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> true. Um, so let's move on to what I think could be the most interesting division in baseball, the AL West. Now, can we just agree? You mean the NL the, West? The NL West, yes. Yeah. Now, can we just agree that the Dodgers are – until someone proves otherwise, the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. That team is just scary good. See, I think, you know, I mean, we're we're I skipping think, ahead. Okay. We're skipping ahead here, but I think the, I really think the two the World Series is going to be the Dodgers in Houston. Mm. Um, I love the Braves. Yeah. I really do. I love the Braves so much. Yeah. I think what's, what I find interesting about the NL, NL West is you could have two 100-win teams in that division. Oh, for sure. With, with the Padres and the, and the Dodgers. And it's sad because if it wasn't for the fact that the Los Angeles Dodgers are in that league, the, the Padres would win the West hands down. I mean, that is a two-league team, and it's one of those things. And I'll get to my wild card because I'm sticking with the Mets – taking the wild card and as much because I think the Dodger the the Padres will get the one the other wild card it'll be Padres versus the Mets and as much as I think the Padres are a better team unfortunately in a one game series the Mets if it is the Mets versus the Padres the Mets are going to put their best pitcher up there in a one game series which is DeGrom and I don't see very few teams beating DeGrom in a one-game series like that. Um, so, but I picked my NLCS to be the Dodgers and the Braves in the NLCS. Well, here's, and I, I, I do the same, but here's where I'm going to not be a homer. Uh, Unless a miracle happens or baseball, unless the ball bounces weird or, or something, yeah. Um, I really do think it's it's going to be the Dodgers and Houston. Really, at the end of the see, day, I, I think it's going to be Dodgers and Houston. See, I say it's going to be Dodgers versus Yankees, New York versus LA, 
you know, kind of that historic coast-to-coast rivalry once again. And Dodgers win their second World Series in a row. Like I said, I think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. Bar none. I don't think there's a team that's even close to being in L.A.'s league. How long this will last, that's hard to say. But for right now, I just... L.A. is just scary good. Well, I mean, he's injured. I think he's injured right now. But the Braves have Ramla Cunha. And they have uh, Riley. And if if Riley can figure out how not to strike out, right? Yeah. If he can just put the ball in play, you know, uh, short of uh, that one pitcher the Dodgers have, I can't think of his name right now, who can't be hit, who's unhittable. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But then, you know, Abner Doubleday gave us a bullpen, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't. That was Tony La Russa. <laughs> <laughs> Tony La Russa gave us a bullpen. Hey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, just looking at like, like the Dodgers lineup, you have Justin Turner, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Clayton Kershaw. Corey Sager. Uh, mm. I mean, pitching, you got guys like, like I said, Clayton That's Kershaw. Historic. Uh, David Price. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just uh, Trevor Bauer. Just, uh That's a historic it, lineup. I mean, oh, yeah. And That's, the, the Brooklyn Dodgers are historic. I mean, the Dodgers go to Brooklyn. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's the, just the, the Dodgers actually go past Brooklyn. Yeah, the not the Dodgers, but the the team they were. Yeah, back in the day, they they go past Brooklyn. Yeah, just a, yeah, a historic team. That's why I said, you know, Dodger Stadium is one of those stadiums that's a a bucket list stadium, at least for me. Just you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I you know I'd like to see it, but I think I mean just just because even though it doesn't seem like it's still a historic stadium, it's been around since the sixties. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, and you know, with today, you know, you don't get other than you know Wrigley and Fenway, you know, you don't have those stadiums that are that you know old. No, you you don't. You're right. Um, you know. but you got Wrigley, Fenway. Um, uh, I heard something the other day where I was like, you gotta be kidding me. But, uh, was it the White Sox stadium is don't look now, but the White Sox stadium is like one of the oldest stadiums in, in really? baseball. And it's like, not old. it doesn't seem that old. Cause I remember when they tore down the original Comiskey Park. Okay. But it was also the last, uh. Well, it's it's between that and Rogers Center, which is whichever yeah. one you think is a cookie cutter stadium, right? Because yeah. it's one of those two is the last cookie cutter stadiums. Well, Rogers said I remember Rogers was like I remember it was a big deal when it became you know it being the first stadium to have the retractable roof. I remember that being a huge deal. 
Um, yeah. You know, but. So right. do we think, so um, who wins, you know, do we, who wins the series? I think here I can already guess who you see, think I say will win the series. Who wins the okay. series? Okay. I mean, baseball has bounces and things happen in baseball and there's injuries and whatever. But <laughs> I think the AL is going to be, if everybody stays healthy and everything works out like it should, uh, the ALCS is going to be a titanic struggle between, I mean historic, I'm talking Russian novel historic, uh, between Houston and New York. Um, and whoever wins that is gonna, I think they might be too banged up or too whatever to, yeah. to face, uh, yeah. or they could be the other thing. <laughs> it could be they're so jazzed, you know, that they yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. That's, you know. that's always, um, I can have agree. Right. I think, I think the AL, you know, I say, I say it's the World Series. Now you say it's going to be Houston and New York. I say it's going to be New York and LA in the World and Series. And for the I NLC, it, I mean for the NLCS, I'm a homer. So what? What the hey? Um, it's going to be if they can get the bullpen figured out, right? Because if they can't, uh, the Braves are going to be a middle of the road team yeah. <laughs> with that with that bullpen they have. Uh, which is terrible. Before you get to the closer, it's it's like it's it's the house of horrors. <laughs> you know, was it a couple of years ago they were literally taking people off the road? I literally they had guys out of baseball. Oh wow! Uh, what? I'm not making this up. There were there were people. That were made. They had been major league players, right? But they weren't in baseball, and they were taking them and pitching them. And you're just like, Ooh. family show, family show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if they can yeah. get that bullpen straightened out, it's going to be pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So for me, my World Series prediction is Dodgers versus Yankees. Dodgers win in six. I'm Dodgers. I'm I'm Dodgers and Houston. Uh, Houston, um, New York. Whoever wins Houston and New York. Yeah. Um. But please, God, please let the the Braves beat the Dodgers somehow. Please let that happen. You know, bad chicken wings. I don't know. (laughs) Well, before we wrap things up, um, why don't you um, tell the fine people out there, uh, this is your show, so um, just wrap things up how you would. I'll I'll wrap things up on my end, too. Well, uh... Hi, people. Um, so we're going to put this on a, its own little feed, but I'm going to throw it on my feed, too. 
um i have an international audience um i not only am i a very smart intellectual type guy i also love baseball a lot and this is kind of my fun podcast um and one day one rule i promise you cuz i have an international audience uh one episode we are going to devote to what we what we mean when we say double a triple a uh uh Sliders. double single slider you know all that stuff all that yeah. good stuff <laughs> and uh there's there's uh there's one guy in england um whose name I can't remember right now, but I want to say thank you. And, uh, and that episode will be for you. And, uh, but I'll give you this one too. Um, <laughs> so thanks. And, uh, anyway, uh, Mark, why don't you, uh, take it, take it away. All right. Well, um, if you like hearing my sultry voice, uh, you can also hear me. I have my own podcast. Uh, we record every Wednesday. Uh, you can find us on Twitch. I'll give all the links and descriptions um, elsewhere. But the best place you can find us is just on just anywhere you want to hear podcasts. My other podcast is called War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Uh, check it out. Um, if you want to email the show, I have, we have a dedicated email. It is the Major League Show Seven um, at gmail.com or Twitter. Our Twitter handle, uh, our official Twitter handle. We have an official Twitter handle. Let me look it up real quick. That was gonna be one of the best places to get a hold of the, uh, me when it comes to the show. I'm on Twitter quite a bit. The Twitter is at mlpod. Four. Uh, that's at capital M, capital L, capital P, O, D, four. MLPod four. Uh, so that will do it for this week, and we hope you will join us all next week for another edition of the Major League Podcast.